I'd like to introduce our special guest today. He's a six-figure agency owner. He's he's been through some tough things personally as well. Um, Jack Madison, man. Jack Madison, man. I realised that everyone around me was just carrying on with life, and I was just trying to destroy myself without knowing. Closed myself away, and I just went off the rails for a little bit. Whenever I was at home, I felt really shit. It was just excessive drinking, doing things I shouldn't have been doing, and just yeah, just destroying myself. <laughs> You've got a successful business, a successful business partner, happy clients. Yeah. Everything's going in the right direction. And that's all because people that are thing. great expect more from themselves, which is what makes them great and what separates them from the others. It's very easy to do something quite good. Like, yeah, I did that and get comfortable. But the great people don't. But the great people don't. We've had clients in the past that have grown their businesses through our help, that have exited their businesses, they've sold for millions, you know, they're millionaires now and it's amazing. If someone was going to start an agency tomorrow, what I'd say is... Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the Gooms Podcast. 90% of you guys are actually not subscribed, so please make sure you hit that subscribe button and turn the bell notifications on so you can get notified every time we release a podcast. Enjoy the episode. Push. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the Goons Podcast, episode 52. It's our one-year anniversary, one year, one, man. One-year anniversary. Oh, wow. Jeez, our one-year anniversary. Congratulations, <laughs> that. That's amazing. <laughs> I was thinking that this morning. That's amazing. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd like to introduce our special guest today. He's a six-figure agency owner. He's He's been through some tough things personally as well. Um, Jack Madison, man. Round of applause from everybody in the studio. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, guys. How you doing, bro? I'm all good. I'm all good. I've been looking forward to this, to be fair. I've been watching what you guys are doing, so thanks for having me. It's a it's pleasure. Right, thanks for coming down, brother. I, I think this is our earliest pod that we've ever filmed. I love it. Oh, really? Yeah, I yeah, actually yeah. love it. We normally do like a late afternoon to evening. Yeah, yeah, I'd rather yeah. do every pod at this time. Yeah, I know, man. Yeah, <laughs> He's yeah, on it's it. It's nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You heard the man. Six-figure agency owner, bro. I've seen all the beers. White claws. Yeah, white claws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the, the the place that I know that I'd like to start with the pod is is yeah. to do just with your story because I know that you yeah. had something that was quite um, I don't want to say detrimental but something yeah. that impacted you quite a bit yeah. growing up if you want to go into your story yeah so I guess before um, it was my dad passing away mm -hmm. which was the big change for me before that I was just typical um, how old are you roughly I was 19 yeah so I was 19 my brother was 15 um, and then my mum and dad had split up not long before that um, so I think about four or five years before. Mm -hmm. So he was um he was kind of struggling anyway. And um and yeah, he got cancer. So he got cancer. Um and then but the block like, like I say, before he actually passed away, it, there was nothing really interesting. It was just typical mm -hmm. go out, get drunk, trying to live life and everything else. But um and I'm sorry to hear that, bro. No, I appreciate At it. At nineteen as well, I feel like it's a very uh important part of your life where you transition from boy to man yeah 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 and i feel like that probably sped up the whole process massively that's it it's bang on it like everything just had to uh, it was weird because because my brother was 15 i almost felt like not the man of the house but like i felt like if he seen me upset crying or struggling it would rub off on him mm -hmm. so i was just like, like i can't just like close myself away and i just went off the rails for a little bit um but I'm kind of glad I did in in some ways because I realised that everyone around me was just carrying on with life and I was just trying to destroy myself without knowing. Um, but yeah, that's when it switched. So I was just like, 
got like life's so short as like my thing I was just like I can't keep doing this I'm just wasting my time mm-hmm. um and that's when I just started to f- try and figure out what I wanted to do really um but yeah it's tough that was a really hard time in my life for around, sure. around that time work wise what were you doing so at the time I was I was working for an agency that was just it was just in and out of work so I was like a kitchen porter it was really it was work but it just paid Wait, me what's enough a, what, what's a kitchen porter a kitchen porter is essentially someone that is uh in the back of the kitchen cleaning all oh. the dishes yeah so it was an rough. agency yeah well it was like um they, that what they did is they had a contract with like the army and like things like oh, we worked at the Olympics. Okay. like a recruit a cr- recruitment recruitment agency, agency sorry oh, yeah, yeah, yeah so whenever someone needed work they just send you just guys sieve me out yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it was good you know because like the work was crap but it was fun because like we got to work at the Olympics, which was amazing because we had the tickets and we were just, you know, in between shifts, we'd go and just see whatever we wanted to see. Um, so that was really cool. And then we got sent out to Germany as well. So I worked in Germany for um, about three months. And that's when my dad started to get ill um, at that point. So I kind of came back. But uh, yeah, it was it was just, I'd be sent somewhere for a couple of months, come back a couple of months off, a couple of months away again. But it made me enough money at the time. I was, you know, like between sort of it was between eighteen and when my dad passed away, and I was nineteen, um, just to do what I wanted to do, which was just go out and yeah. I want to pull it back a second. You said yeah. that uh, everyone else was going on with life as usual. Yeah, but you were going off the rails. Yeah. What What does going off the rails mean for you, and what What was that time like? Um, a lot of uh, a lot of like going out, doing the wrong things, drugs. Um, just drinking pretty much from the time I woke up, really. Shit. So it's quite and like for a nineteen-year-old, I don't know. It's just the way I was dealing with it. Mm-hmm. Um, it came from a place, a place of grief. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just pure um, grief and pain, and like I said, it was like because whenever I was at home, I felt really shit. Mm-hmm. It just felt horrendous. So I just tried to get out as much as possible. I remember my best mate; he just He'd come and just pick me up randomly. He'd just turn up at my house and be like, well, I'm outside, let's go and get a coffee. Sounds like um, a good pal. Yeah, yeah, really good friend. Yeah, he's my best man at the wedding. Um, so, uh, yeah, that that's what it was. It was just excessive drinking, doing things I shouldn't have been doing and just, yeah, just destroying myself. <laughs> what, to, to someone that's probably, that, that could be in that similar situation at home, like going out and like trying to live that lifestyle, like what what would you say to them? I'd say just just think about what you're actually doing because it's so easy to just, like I wasn't thinking about anything. I was just like, right, uh, how do I take my mind off everything? Whereas actually I think it's better to, you know, alcohol doesn't help at all. Um, drugs definitely don't help with emotions. <laughs> if anything, they make them worse. I think you've just got to, um, in fact, no, yeah, I'd say just, just, deal with what you're actually going through don't try and run from it and hide from it it. yeah yeah, just sit and face it and just you know if you feel sad let it out you know just just deal with your emotions the way they're supposed to be dealt with rather than trying to um you know i guess push them further away by doing things that take your mind off what's going on that's what i think these things are for when you get sad like when when people get sad and they start doing excessive drinking etc like it is just an escape yeah that's all it is it's just an escape because something to take your mind off of it yeah, hundred percent. I mean, I've got a, I've got an older brother. I don't speak to him anymore. Um, unfortunately, he's like a half brother. Mm-hmm. But um, he, I mean, he, 
he went through like loads of stuff as well. He was doing drugs a lot, um, and he ended up getting stabbed in his hand over drugs. And it's like even just um, I think that was another thing I could have done as well because that happened before my dad mm-hmm. passed away. I could have learned from that, but I didn't. I just you know tried to ignore I it. I think I think it was I think it was Tate said it on the George Jenko podcast. He was like that life will always throw things at you like. To, to make you learn from things like hard lessons and mm. you won't learn from them and then yeah. he'll, life will throw the hardest thing at you and then you finally learn. Yeah. That's, that's basically what happened to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's um, that's probably the best way of putting it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I want to I wanna start a, sort of go into to how you got into the marketing scene as well. Yeah, so... so when did that come about? What, what, what flipped the switch though? Because uh, what you, you, you went from being in that bad mental state, yeah. obviously... You're, you're depriving your body of all of the good stuff, <laughs> giving it all the bad stuff. Mm. How do you go from that version of you to the version of you now? What was the the, the game changer for you? Yeah, that's the right question. That is, uh, it, it was uh, my the friend I was talking about. His name's Tom. <laughs> Shout out Tom, man. Shout out Tom, good yeah. dude. Um, so Tom was doing really well. He's still at Jaguar Land Rover now, but he just started his career there. Yeah, you don't want one of them. You don't want one of them. Breaking all the time. I was gonna say it's the worst rated like car. Can't even assure. Okay. <laughs> Literally, it's ridiculous. It's it's horrendous. So don't don't get don't get one of them. <laughs> I don't know about the new Range Rover Vogue though. Yeah, yeah. I like, I like the Defender man. Yeah, the def- oh yeah, 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 yeah. Someone that's in our office has just got two brand new ones, and they just look. Two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. How much yeah. You sure? Well, it's no, a six-figure agency, <laughs> yeah. not a twenty-figure agency. Oh no, they're not mine. No, no, they're just someone in the office. Just oh, another business. Okay. I probably should have elaborated on that. <laughs> um, but yeah, go. But what was that game-changing point? What, what what flipped the switch? Yeah, it, it was it was basically like I'd I'd kind of because I got a bit of money when my dad passed away, and I just blew it all on you know, just going out and everything. And I started to, I wasn't motivated, um, but I couldn't, I couldn't go and have a coffee with my friends and stuff. You know, he was paying for stuff, like even yeah. just going out for a meal, going to TGI's, going to Nando's, everything like that. And um, I kind of realised, I was like, hang on, right, I've got to try and get back to something here. But then watching him and how well he was doing at the time, like I say, we were both 19. He was bringing in like 16, 1700 a month, which at the time for someone that age was actually quite good you know Brilliant. no outgoings at yeah. all it's just just money to play with every month you know going to Salfridges, going into all saints buying a 300 pound jacket and stuff like this and i'm there like watching him in a you know my crappy clothes that yeah. I just got from primark or something actually primark's got some good clothes so maybe <laughs> i shouldn't uh, throw a shade at them but um but yeah it was like i started to see what my friends were doing around me um and then I just realised, like, hang on, I can't be in this bubble forever because I'm going to end up losing people and whatnot. And um, I just thought, right, I've got to go and, like, work now and start to make some money. Um, and, yeah, it was mainly Tom just watching him and being around him a lot because he was, you know, it started to get to the point as well where he got switched to night shifts. So, I'd like, oh, do you want to do something today? I can't. I've got work tonight or, you know, be sleeping and stuff. So, I was like, okay, right, life's moving on now. Mm-hmm. I've got to just switch up. So it's it started there, I think. I think that's such a beautiful thing that you said that because we've touched on it in the last two episodes. Um, just the, the first episode that we released in the new year, we gave our listeners and our viewers 10 things that we were going to do yeah, and we advised them to do to make 2024 their year. Yeah, yeah. And one of the biggest points within was to find your wolf pack, mm. find your yeah. circle of people that hold you accountable and motivate you and push you to be the best version of you. Yeah. And the fact that you said 
the thing that changed mm. effectively your life, it changed yeah. you from going down that path and started on this path, was the people around you doing yeah, well. Yeah. And that's, yeah. it, it's, it's an amazing, amazing thing to surround yourself with people that are trying to be the best and trying yeah. to be better and trying to do things. Just being in their presence... Yeah. It has an effect on you, bro. It definitely, yeah. It rubs off. It's um like one of my favorite things is, uh, your network is your net worth, and I guess that's um you know an elevated, yeah, 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 for of sure. That, but an elevation of that, but um, it really is like if you're surrounded by people that aren't good for you and they're on a completely different path, it it can really just wear off and you know stump your progression. I think so. Yeah, um, it was a big part of it. Well, let's go into what H was saying. So, when when did you get into that into the marketing space, and and how did that come about? Yeah, so it was it was literally just a simple YouTube search and not like Google searches and stuff. So I was, I was um, when my dad passed away, I started to then uh, working um, basically just hands on kind of labour jobs in and out of factories, and I managed to find a job in a company called GK and Driveline, which are one of the biggest suppliers for JLR. For like prop shafts, uh, Jaguar Land Rover, sorry. Oh, um, so I was working there and I, I was getting paid well, to be fair. But the, the problem with me is I was, I'm a different person at this stage. So I'm like, I'm really ambitious now. And like, I'm just driven. I'm, you know, getting up early. I'm, you know, I'm just, I guess, just doing what I want to do now. I'm enjoying life. Exactly what Chris said. You flipped the switch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the switch had been flipped. And I was, I was just, um, I was just enjoying everything. But the problem was in that line of work, it's not really about skill sets. It's about who you're best friends with. And that, you know, I tried to go down that route and it just didn't work for me. So I wasn't progressing. I wasn't able to get like, a, you what know. What do you mean? It's a weird industry. You might be able to relate a little bit. I know you was in it for a short uh -huh. time, but um, you've got like, for example, there was a team leader role that came up and it was only an extra £200 a month. It was a vote. Uh, what was that? Did it come down to a vote or something like that? Well, there was like 60 jobs because the factory was quite big. Mm -hmm. There was like, um, I think, 2,000 something uh, workers in there every every day. So it's quite big. And um, there were 60 jobs. Loads of people went for went for the role. And uh, when they started to announce who got the job, obviously I went for it as well. When they started to announce who, who got the job, I'm looking at all of these people and I just know not from an ego point of view, but like I just know I'm better than them. I know I've got I've got more skills than them. I know more yeah. than them in this job role. Why are they getting the job? Why have they had it? And then um, you know you start to see patterns. They're all really good friends with someone that's higher up than them. They know someone. Their dad worked at the factory or something along those lines. And it was like, okay, you know that that for me was like, okay, right, I, this isn't gonna. I'm not gonna get to where I want to get to yeah. doing what I'm doing right now. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, I just started to to Google like how to make money online. Really, yeah. <laughs> that, that was literally the yeah yeah how to become a millionaire. <laughs> um, and I just stumbled across social media marketing, and and I, I swear I I literally for about a year just studied it. I just every YouTube video that was out there about paid ads and social media marketing, I just watched it. I've got a note, a, a book at home, like a notepad, um, and it's just full of like the scruffiest notes that you could ever imagine. But it's just rammed of notes, and, and that I was taking from all these YouTube videos, and that's where it kind of started. And I started to get excited about it. Um, 
And I just knew then because I was like really passionate about it. I just knew oh, I've got to I've got to try and do this now. But uh, it was scary because I, I, my whole background was never was never marketing, never being creative. Um, when 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 did you actually start the agency? Then what happened? So you studied it for a year. Yeah, I started it. It was back in. It was early 2019, I believe, um, when I officially got my first ever client. So how old were you, roughly? Oh, God. Uh, what's that, five five years ago, six years ago, is it? 25, 20. Yeah, yeah. So I'm 29 now. Yeah, 25, 24, something <laughs> like that. Um, and it, my first client was the company my mum was working for. So it's kind of through network, and they was paying me £500 a month. And honestly, it was a shambles. Was oh. Yeah, it, it, it was exciting. But I, I just <laughs> why why what what went wrong? I, I um I think a lot of uh I just there was too much I'd done too much analysing you know there was too many strategies in my head that was like all oh, right and not giving things enough time and um I, I just yeah I just couldn't get it to perform and the actual problem with it when I look back now knowing what I know um it wasn't necessarily the ads it was actually more the website so but yeah it was just um. That's kind of how it started. I got my first client, even even though it was from my mom. I'm just kind of like trying to utilize network. I knew at that point I was like, yeah, okay, I can, I can, I can do this, but I've got to, I've got to do do better. Um, You're a one man show at this time, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. How long, long did that, that that last? Um, that lasted for about six or seven months, so it weren't a long time. Um, that's quite fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um. It was, but then that's kind of how I met um, my previous business partner in the the other agency that I was at. So, um, and I, I met him at an event that, um, that that he put on for like loads of different agency owners. So, um, yeah, I was on my own for about six, seven months, and then I started to utilize people that he had connections to, and they were kind of delivering my ads and stuff like that, really. So. Um, when did you, so you signed your first client? It was a shambles. Did they leave you pretty much straight away? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when did you actually start to see traction within the agency? Um, the, I started to see traction within. It was a couple of months of like nothing, mm-hmm. you know, pretty much nothing at all. Um, it's quite hard to be honest. And so now I was getting a bit deflated. Um, and then this brand that so I'm a I'm a big fan of motocross. I've been um, riding since I was young. And uh, I, I knew I'd, like, I'd love to work with a brand in that industry. I come across this brand and they're called Kex. They're still about now. They're doing really well. And they're, they're essentially just these boxers that are like, um, they just don't slip. Because when you're on a motocross bike, you're you know, thrown all over the place. So wearing normal boxers just isn't, isn't good. Come across them, reached out to him and um, yeah, signed, signed him as a client. And that went really well. Um, he was very happy. And then I was like, oh my God. The sort of light bulb moment. I was like, okay, I re- really, really can do this now. I can get results and people are happy. What What was your actual service at that time? Just paid ads. Just paid ads. On, on Facebook. You're running Instagram. everything yourself, yeah? Yeah, yeah. And at that time as well, the paid ads on Facebook were flying, weren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So cheap. Yeah. Literally, you, you could... Like someone one could, click. Yeah. <laughs> someone could come to you with a £200 budget and you'd be able to get them really, really good results so um <coughs> that's probably a bit of an exaggeration but um yeah that was that was good and then um there was also as well correct me if i'm wrong bro because I, I know you'll you'll know a lot more in the space but it was very easy to go directly to the your target audience a lot easier back then on facebook to find 
to, for your, for your ad to land on the right paper, people's pages, right? Yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And also, there was there was more opportunities organically through yeah. Facebook and Instagram. So, you know, people were. Um, I remember I was paying someone to. Do you remember the follow and follow that everyone used to do all the time? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah so I was paying someone to do that on my behalf, and they was targeting like business owners in certain sectors, e-commerce brands, and stuff like that. Um, and it was working. My page started to grow. Started to get more followers, more conversations happening. Um, so yeah, there was just more opportunities all around. I think. Yeah. yeah. So even then, like the ad creators didn't—they weren't even anything complicated, were they back then? No, no. Um, I, I think at that stage, paid ads were more about um, like Facebook was learning as well. Meta um, w- were learning, so it was. Um, more about audiences and and you know interest targeting and stuff like that. Whereas now paid ads are more about creative. Like you've got to how do you stop the scroll? Because if you can't stop the scroll, it doesn't matter. If you're targeting mm-hmm. your customer or um, avatar and everything else, the people that are actually relevant to your brand, it just doesn't matter. Um, but yeah, a lot easier back then. <laughs> a lot easier. So six seven months in, you met your previous business partner, and then yeah. what? And then what? Where did the direction of your agency go? I know you guys combined forces. Yeah, that's pretty much what happened. We kind of merged. So the clients that I had at the time, um, we merged into uh, that agency, and we just we were just like let's just let's just go ham. Let's just try and grow this this agency. Um, he was ahead of me in terms of like where his agency was, um, so it was a positive for me. And then um, and then yeah, we just we just went. We literally just started selling more and more products, putting more money behind marketing and just trying to gain as many clients as possible, really, which was uh, yeah, probably one of the things we did wrong. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Grew too quickly. Just way too quickly. Why? What was the reason? Like, what, what, what was so bad about growing so quickly? Um, we, we didn't have the team in place to facilitate the growth. Did your service fall off? Yeah, service fell off. Um results as well because we're hiring people that need training and we can't give the training like all the time so um yeah it was just it was just too hard to keep new client training new client training and then yeah just just um one thing led to another and just lost a lot of lot of clients really and, and a lot of team members so if you could go about what would you have done differently in that situation i think um <clears throat> scaled slower in terms of how many clients we were taking on but also um, just focus a bit more time on who we was bringing into the company um, not that the people we were bringing in were bad in terms of team members they were all good people but it's being a bit more selective you know what did what did our clients actually need from us at the time mm-hmm. not what do we need mm-hmm. which was we just needed heads you know we needed we needed all the uh, yeah yeah literally so um think yeah we should have just took it a little bit slower and taken our time a little bit more because there's no shortage of businesses out there and I've learned that now like there's there's new businesses every day um and you know there's, there's money everywhere so yeah it's and more they all about, need hours of services yeah 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 every everyone needs it it's like such a it's such a powerful tool such a powerful tool and uh it still baffles me t- to this day that businesses aren't doing it and it's not for no fault of their own I don't think they're just yeah. not educated on it yet mm-hmm. And that's really what I'm trying to do now is trying to just educate as many people as possible about paid ads and the power of it. Yeah. So I yeah. want to fast forward a little bit. Yeah. Um, so you, you combined agencies 
with your ex-business partner and yeah. then you exited that yeah on good terms but you just went your separate ways yeah 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 all good terms, um yeah. where are you now so now we've launched um our new agency which was launched nine we're coming up to 10 months ago um and so it's me and my business partner ollie who i actually met through the previous agency um and we we actually met realistically through launching a golf brand together because we, we love golf oh, cool. <laughs> so we, we uh there's a we've got a golf brand called slice no more do you see play golf i used to when i was younger yeah not anymore no no <laughs> i stopped when i was like maybe like 11 yeah I had to stop because i give him a, a beating when we went when we would play top golf in the no, I absolutely <laughs> destroyed him i was down the whole game <laughs> the comeback was serious yeah. I, love, I love the idea of golf i just can't facilitate that i just can't I can't finance it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not cheap, is it? No, nah, it's not cheap. Yeah, it, it's like anything. You can do it cheap, but like with golf, you, you don't really do want to be. I can't do anything cheap. Fact, I'm quite yeah. fortunate. <laughs> my personality. I, 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 used to, I used to go with my dad when I was younger and he's still got everything at home. So oh, really? I just use all of his stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's hard because you can't, you can't really like rock up to a, a golf course with like Slazinger. It's hard. It's hard. I was say you used to be able to go and they'd give you clubs, didn't they? But since COVID, yeah, yeah. they don't anymore, do they? No, they uh, they do abroad. Like when I've I've been on a few trips into like Portugal and stuff, and they'll let you rent clubs there. I don't think they do it in the UK anymore. We no. went we went on a trip to Algarve. Oh and yeah, it was full of like yeah English gazers. Yeah, you know, yeah. couldn't wait to get yeah. a week away from Paul, the missus. Oh, yeah. Come play golf in the sun. It's, it's full of it over there. Yeah. Say, I say we met. We met Paul. He was like, "Missus, he's like, I told her she got fat. Like, came back down. <laughs> fucking lost loads of weight. She lost loads of weight. Started wearing lingerie. The lot. Fuck me. Yeah, fifty-year-old geezer out there with the boys. Yeah, around the pool every day. Beers until three. Beers, then they're teeing yeah. off. Then it's dinner and a boozer. Yeah. Fuck me. It's just chaos. When when we last went, we were staying in a hotel, and and I went with my father-in-law and his mate, so it was a, wasn't like that. It was a bit more of a chilled one, <laughs> and it was just um, it was just wild. So we right on the strip, we was uh, I think it was more of a chilled one. Uh, well, no, we we were we were right on like, the strip, so we could see everything going on, and um, yeah, it was just nuts, man. Like, it's all and they're all the older geezers. Yeah, you know, they're in their fifties. They're all married, but they're just having a big blowout. They love it, mate. Yeah, yeah. Is that, that's their release, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, play golf, love. With yeah, the boys. Yeah. <laughs> what did your uh, <laughs> what did the golf brand like do? What did what did you guys play? It was just um, nothing really. It was just it kind of come out of nowhere. We was playing golf and we we were quite shit. We still are. <laughs> so we were, we were like, this would be hilarious to like video. And, um, oh, okay. I thought it was like a physical product. No, no. We we had a plan to maybe do that, but the problem with golf is it just takes up so much time. So um, we uh, we just started filming and documenting, you know, what we're doing on the golf course, and then breaking up those clips into like short form for TikTok. And uh, TikTok was a platform for us. It was really, really, it was really going. Like we had quite a few viral videos. I think one of them, the best one, we got about half a million views, which for TikTok is fairly good. Um, but we was building a community, which was, it was great. But we've um, it's been put to the back burner now because Scale It um, has just taken taken the lead. Which sorry was your question, um, which is where we're at now. So Scale It is our marketing agency, and um, and yeah, we just we're trying to scale the agency now and and bring in new team members and stuff like that. But it's it's going well because we've got the biggest thing which I'm really um, excited about is we've got 100% retention rate. So 
you know, well you know we've only been going for nine or ten months, but mm. no one's left us, which is just oh, amazing. Man. And that's Thank pretty you. hard to do. It's very hard to do, yeah. It's um, it, it takes a lot of time and effort, but it's all um, I've I've realised it's all in the service because results are always up and down. Um, you know, you're gonna have good months, you're gonna have bad months. There's seasonal trends and all sorts of patterns that you can't, you know, you can't change them. But um, if you give a great service, you know, people will always, you know, stay with you. Fingers crossed. Bro, that, that's unbelievable, <laughs> bro. Hundred percent retention. Thank right? you. That's unbelievable. Thank you. Over ten months as well. Yeah, yeah. Impressive, man. Yeah. Thank you. Thank Impressive. you. And if you don't mind me asking, I mean, how many, how many companies and businesses are you working with? So on our, so we've got the two sides of the business. We've got the done for you. Uh, we've got, I believe, eight or nine there at the moment that are paying us sort of retainers per month. Um, and then we've got the done with you sides of the business, which is pretty much just training the smaller um, startup businesses or companies that are in the first year or two yeah. that are trying to break through. And what's the, what's the strategy with that? Because obviously doing it with you is going to be a lot cheaper than doing it for you, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. What's the strategy in that? So that's one of the, the, the key parts. It's making it more affordable for um, businesses to kind of learn the skills because surprisingly, Meta don't really show you either, which is crazy because that's how they make most of their money. Yeah. I don't know why they aren't doing it themselves, but um, it, it's, yeah, it's, it's making it affordable for them. But then also if we can help more, the more businesses that are spending on paid ads, the more it's going to make, it's going to be better for me. It's going to be better for other agencies. Um, so we're trying to just, there's an element of bringing more people through, giving them the skill sets, go and do it yourself you don't have to pay an agency every month. Just focus all your resources into ad spend, which is the most important part of it all. Yep. Learn it, scale it, and then we get to build a relationship with you over that period of time as well. It's about an eight-week process together. And then our hopes is that if we can do that for businesses now in 10, 12, 24 months, whatever it is, there's no pressure. They come back to us when they're at, you know, um, wherever they whether they can afford to pay us to to um, to do it for them or whether we train in-house team members that they've got, you know, that it kind of it, it filters through really and generates a small business off the back end of it. Yeah. Do you think as well the clients that you get on with the let's do it for you, uh, do it with you, um, you also get to show them the complexity of what it is that you do, which yeah. also then increases your value yeah, and yeah. makes your offer, which is let's do it for you, more appealing. Yeah, is, is that? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I think because once they understand it, they're like, "Shit, yeah, yeah." Okay, I don't even <laughs> want to do this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We do get that as well. Sometimes people are like, "Oh God, this is a, this is a lot, isn't it?" And then we start to add structure in there for them as well, so um, they can kind of do it in an efficient manner. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely showcases that because Facebook ads do look very easy on the front end. I mean, you can just put a post up these days, and you get that big boost post button yeah, in your yeah. face which by the way for anyone watching don't boost posts um but yeah it looks easy but there's so many tools and resources that you can utilize through paid ads um so many different strategies that work for different businesses different ways to approach it you know the, there's loads of different ways that you can you can make them work for you so it kind of opens their eyes yeah, yeah. i want to talk a little bit about money yeah <laughs> what does I, I'm going to come to scale me yeah, and I want you to run an, an ad on my e-com brand 
and I'm doing on average per month fifty thousand in sales. Yeah, and I want to take that to two hundred and fifty thousand in sales. Yeah, yeah, per month. What's the step by step process of what you'd put me through? Yeah, yeah. And then what's your what are you invoicing me as well? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, okay. So if a brand comes to us and they're doing those kind of figures, it's always a good sign because they've got market share. So straight away, it's very easy for us to say, look, we can definitely help you get results because uh, it's hard to say that in our industry like you know guarantee stuff but so we'll be very confident about getting results when it comes to strategy one of the first things that we have to do with any brand so whenever any brand comes on board with us we need to audit everything from websites ad accounts previous ads that they've run whether what on whatever platform what creative assets they have access to um you need to know your data yeah yeah we yeah. need to know exactly what they've got in place so that then we can form a strategy around that um but so that if we're talking it's kind of a made-up brand isn't it so let's say you've got loads of creative assets you've been spending you know let's say five grand of that fifty thousand pound on ads etc mm-hmm. um then for us, if you've got the the biggest thing for us is making sure you've got really good creative. So if you've got that in place, then it's just a case of right, okay, um, let's see what you've been doing in the ad account. Have you been doing more interest targeting? Um, what have you actually tested? Have you only tested audiences. You've been testing copy. You've been testing destination links. You've been testing um, placements on your ads. You know, there's so many different things that you can test um, when you break through let's say audiences if you find your audiences okay great we've got three audiences at work how do we squeeze more out of them we test different things different copy sending them to different places putting different products in front of them so um that's kind of how we'd formulate it um and we one thing we never do though as much as we can feel confident about getting results we'll never like promise anything so yeah. i won't you know i wouldn't say to you i'm going to get you to 250 grand in in two months because I just don't know but um but you're going to take all the right steps to, to yeah to, to get there right yeah yeah 100 yeah. percent um, yourself yeah 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 so um and then in terms of invoices so this is where it gets tricky because every if you're let's say an e-commerce brand we can um and you're selling a product Commission profits yeah, so there's always yeah, baby. <laughs> there's always we've got to be tied in because you know there's been times in the past where we've helped brands and this is amazing. It's one of the things that I'm really um, proud of, really being a part of. But we've had clients in the past that have grown their businesses through our help, not us. We don't take full credit, but through our help, that have exited their businesses. They've sold for millions. You know, they're millionaires now, and it's amazing. But we structured our deals wrong because we was never part of that, yeah. but we was a big part of it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So that's why what we do now is we've got a retainer in place if you're an e-commerce brand and then a, a percentage of revenue or profits or whatever works best for that brand yeah. so that we're tied into the success. Because mm-hmm. effectively, without you, it's money they never had, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like, well, you want to go from 50 to 250. There's an extra 200,000 pounds there that's going to come from me. Yeah. So I want 15%, motherfucker. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say 50, but... Oh, no, shit. Is that, no, honestly, <laughs> I, I, was, I was actually just going to ask, what yeah. percentage do you take? It varies because different businesses have different um, profitability and margins, etc. But it's anywhere between 5 to 20%. It's, that's kind of where we so keep it. on with the 15, then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're pretty much there. Um, I'm getting down to 10. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'll up the retainer then. <laughs> there you go. But yeah, we always have a retainer in place. And retainers start, and again, it's very dependent on the brand. But for someone that's doing like 50K in revenue, they want to scale there. You're an e-commerce brand um, selling products online. We can get you there much quicker 
what we could a service based company. Um, so we'd be saying something around the region of fifteen hundred to two grand a month on the retainer, and then depending on your profit, like saying between that five to twenty percent um, rev share or profit share or whatever that works out to be, that makes sense for them. Because what we don't want to do is hinder our clients either. You know, then it gets nasty, and then you know we're not interested in working with people for three to six months. We want to work with you for years. So it's about they, structuring. They, they the don't want to feel like they're being robbed. No, no, no one yeah. does. You know, it just doesn't doesn't work. Then it's never fair either. Yeah. There's always a bit of animosity, so, um, but yeah, that's that's kind of where we'd we'd be in terms of fees. But it's different for service-based businesses because they're just they're much harder to scale because you only we only control like half of it. Mm-hmm. For example, if we're generating leads for a business, we've got a garden room. Want to close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, it's um, it's much harder. We're working with a a brand at the moment that sell these um, garden pods. Have you, you know what I'm on about? The n- no planning. You can have an office in the garden. It's like just oh, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, yeah. throw them up kind of thing. They're yeah. wicked. They're wicked. wicked. They're absolutely ace, honestly. It's it's, um, it's such a great product. I think they even put them in, in little offices now as well and they're like soundproof and stuff like that. Yeah, so you yeah. can go in there and have a minute. Yeah, yeah. Literally, yeah. yeah, yeah. You can I've put actually them seen anywhere. them. They're so cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're wicked. And they're, they're affordable as well, you know. You can get like a fairly decent sized one. Let's say if you want to turn it into an office for like five grand, which, you know, it's the same as getting a new kitchen or something, but you're getting an extra room in on your house essentially. Instead of going paying a thousand pounds a month for an office, we'll just buy two of them and slap them in the garden. Man. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Heater in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can, it. you can. Um, lip pillow, mate. Yeah, I'm right for that. So it's, you want a uh, lip pillow? No, I'm alright. Okay, thank you. Okay. I'm alright. Um, <laughs> recovered drug addict, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <shit>. yeah. <laughs> Wait, would you call, would you have classed yourself as a drug addict? No, is it that bad? That's what, I was only joking. No, no, no. Yeah, I didn't no. Know if you knew something that I didn't. No, no, no. Saying. No, I wouldn't say so. I wouldn't say so. No, I just um, I got a bit carried away. Yeah, yeah. Just going out good. with the boys, man. Weekend comes. Oh, are you fucking coming out. We're getting on it. Then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it was just that kind of vibe. I just want to say, whilst we're on the topic of it, bro, like a massive congratulations to you because thank you, bro. Um, there's a lot of people when they're in that rut, they don't get out of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you've got out of it and you've thrived. Thank you, bro. And I mean, you've you've got uh, a wife now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you yeah. got any children? Not yet, no. Uh, yet, not yet, no, yeah, no, no, no not yet. You, uh, you've got a successful business, a successful business partner, happy clients. Yeah, everything's going in the right direction, and that's all because you decided to make a switch and took yeah. action. So for that, well done. Thank you, bro. Honestly, I love how you say that. Yeah, makes you think when you say stuff like that and you hear stuff like that. It's, um, yeah, I really appreciate Sometimes it. Sometimes it's nice. To, it's nice to hear it from someone else. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. it's hard as well as a. As a successful person, to be successful, you're always in it. You're yeah. always not where I want to be yet. Mm. But mm. sometimes you have to just stay, take a step back. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. have a think and have a look at where I was and where I am. Yeah. And show gratitude towards yourself. Mm, 100%. Because you, you, it's not only is it good for your soul, you, you start to love yourself a little bit more. Yeah, yeah. And when you love yourself, you're your best version of yourself. Yeah, yeah. And when you're your best version of yourself, best know your business is your best yeah, version. Yeah, yeah. Best know good your relationship with your wife is the best version. Yeah. Best yeah. know you'll bring up your future kids as the best version of a, as a, of a father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it, you have to show gratitude sometimes and look back and be like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. I did that. It's hard to do, yeah. You just mentioned success then as well. It's, like I'd, I'd, it's weird because I wouldn't... Um, I wouldn't say I'm successful. I don't feel like I'm successful yet. That's why you are, though. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. why you are. I can guarantee you Cristiano Ronaldo will score a hat trick and said I should have scored two. Yeah, yeah. True. Because yeah. I missed this chance and that chance. Yeah. You always Because want the people that are thing. great expect more from themselves, which mm. is what makes them great and what separates them from the others. It's very easy to do something quite good, 
be like, yeah, I did that and get comfortable. Mm. But the great people don't. Yeah. What's yeah. next? How can I be better? What can I do more? How can I take my my retention from 100% to fucking 200%? It's yeah, impossible, yeah. but how am I going to do it? Do you <laughs> yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's a why. There's that, a why. <laughs> that's how great people think and operate, which is why they're great. Love it. But yeah. Good. Sorry, Clip that. That's a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Motherfucker! <laughs> and you're gonna run a free ad for us as well? Just yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, put some ads behind it. I want to um, know about your process, bro. I, yeah. I mean, so I'm guessing because it is your service mm -hmm. that you're running ads for your service. Yeah, 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 yeah. We are. Yeah, yeah. What's your closing process like? I want you to close me. Yeah. I'm yeah. Required. <laughs> so we're running our own ads. We spend about two to three grand a month on our own ads um, at the moment. How many and leads do you generate from that? Uh, this spend? month so far, we've I've looked yesterday, done about £500 in spend this month, um, generated 24 leads. So Good leads. Yeah, yeah good leads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Not, not all of them. Um, you know, there's a few that, f that filter through and just end up there. <laughs> um, that's part of ads, really. You can't really remove it. But, um, Keep but yeah. them in the CRM system and then you just poke them again if you need to. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... Um, so yeah, we're running ads, we generate leads. When people see our advert, they then have to fill in a form so we can kind of try and qualify them as much as possible. But um, it is very hard to do with a business like ours because we need to be on that phone and we yeah. need to sort of... Just quickly, what, is that form yeah. a couple of little questions of the business owner to understand how you would then sell? Um, or not? Kind of. It, it's more so as in for me to understand how yeah. to... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, uh, Bang on. so you'll understand whether they're an emotional buyer or whether they're yeah. completely about logistics and their numbers... Because then you know on the call, well, I'm going to give him loads of numbers. Yeah. Or I'm going to say, we're going to make your baby look a lot better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Literally, you can tell, like, if someone's left a big paragraph on the lead form, yeah, like, yeah. oh, you know, this, this, and this, and they've got stories in there and everything, you know, when you get on the phone then. Um, that's what you're going to sell on. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can just relate to them straight away. Yeah. There's always, um, the one thing that I'm quite big on with, with sales is... Uh, there's always a way to relate to someone in some way, shape, or form, whether it's something you've been through or a third party story or something. Mm -hmm. um, so, that. yeah, it's um, I love sales. I do love sales, to be fair. I love it. So I, I, I still do all the sales for the business. But, um, yeah, they'll, they'll fill out that form. That form then gets uh, the, all that information gets sent through to us. We analyse it. They also book in a call with us. So it's very automated the whole way through from ad to booking in a call. It's We don't really do anything. We just show up to that call. Um, and then when I jump on the phone call, I really just try and it's more, it's more of um, I'm just trying to let you speak. So I'm just asking questions about your business, the ins and outs. Like, for example, um, you know, what creative assets do you have well first of all are you running paid ads at the moment if yes great what assets do you have how are they performing you know just trying to figure out what's actually going on yeah. um, are you with another agency you know just trying to find out as much as possible what your targets are where how close are you to that target right now um what structure do you have in in the back on the back end you know if you're a lead gen um client is what we call uh you know like say the garden room business you're working with Who's doing your sales? You know, is it you as the business owner or have you got a team? Because if it's you as the business owner, for me, that's a bit of a red flag. Not because um not big enough for us, but it's, it's just you're gonna have you're gonna have time restrictions and if we're generating you leads, you're not gonna be able to close Someone them. Sharp. Yeah, someone's just gotta be on them, especially through Facebook ads, because it's so the whole platform is convenience when you think about it. It's like, right, I'm I'm here and I can just scroll through. Like 
you know, and that's why stopping the score is so important. So people can forget straight away. They're like, I don't remember filling in this this lead form. What you want about? Like, I remember booking in a call. Yeah, when you're scrolling on TikTok, you you'll be scrolling back up to find a video that you maybe saw before, and you'll forget half of the ones that you've seen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Literally, it's so easy. Like you literally just that. That is all. That's what you're fighting against. Just someone yeah. just scrolling past you. I've actually got quite into quite a good habit the past week. Like I was, I was, I was at one of our clients shooting, and he said to himself, he was like. No, he started not going on his phone until like 8 a.m. And I've started doing it like until I finished gym, got home, had breakfast. And like, mm. I just, it's it stopped, it's actually stopped me scrolling. My screen time's gone from like six hours to three, two and a half, like literally all this week. Is that what your screen time's at? Six six hours average? It used to be. Obviously, like that was probably two and a half now, like it's purely like me being productive, getting back to obviously like team members or clients, whatever. Like it's yeah. purely productive. I don't really touch social media yeah, at yeah. all now. Yeah, yeah. Before it was like, I don't, I don't know. I'd, 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 I'd be busy. Yeah, I'd, I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd, I'd go for a shit or something. I'd sit and scroll on my phone for forty minutes. But it's true though. We all do it. Yeah, man. everyone waste does the time. it. It's the best you, time you, of day, isn't it? You, <laughs> <laughs> you scroll to fill time that you've got nothing else to do in though. I yeah, th- yeah. I, do you know what I'm saying? Hundred percent. I think now, I, now that like I'm not doing that as much, I kind of realised that it's, it's more so like the. Me not scrolling in the morning, I'm not craving that dopamine for the rest of the day. Like, I, I, I've genuinely realised how, like, how much of an impact scrolling like has mm. on your dopamine, and like how good it makes you feel. Yeah, for such a little activity, like, it's it's so little effort for such a big reward. Like, yeah, in, like, horm- is it hormonally, chemically? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 It's, it's nuts, isn't it? It's uh, there's a weird feeling around it, and you kind of like. Cause I've started to do it now as well. The same thing. My screen time was just so high, six, seven hours a day. It's fucked. It's mad. It's crazy. Like that's that's a lot of time. And it's not all research, it's just yeah. entertainment. I saw something a TikTok when the new year happened and it was like if you spent like three or four hours screen time a day, it was something like sixty days altogether in your year. Do you know how fucked that is? Like that's, that's just mad. sixty days wasted. Yeah. Actually, is I've got to be careful what I say because I want everyone on social media. <laughs> keep keep watching, keep scrolling. <laughs> Stop scrolling, keep clicking. Yeah, yeah. keep clicking, <laughs> click on the ads. Yeah, <laughs> but it is crazy. Yeah, it's it's uh, it can be a big distraction. I want to yeah. I want to pull it back. So mm-hmm. you're, you're, you're Sorry, asking yeah, a lot of questions. Completely went. You're, you're listening. You're listening <laughs> yeah. to effectively gain data from your potential client. Yeah. So then you can then cater for what. Yeah, yeah, the, the, yeah. So then, what would be the next process? Yes, it, it just just on the back end of what you said there as well. It, it's um, there's there is some clients that we might not be right for, and we kind of we do say to people sometimes that we're not the best for you. And you know, if I'm not the right agency for a specific client, I'll forward them on someone if I know someone. So I always try and give someone value and help them, um, even if I know I can't. You know, we're not the right people for yeah, them. Free value goes a long way, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so how, if sorry, I, yeah. I just want to ask how how what would make you not the right fit for someone? Just they wouldn't need ads. Um, I think no, it depends on. So the, there's certain like let's say niches mm-hmm. that I'm more comfortable with than others. Okay. Um. So for example, like the competition space. Have you seen these competition brands that yeah, are yeah, about? Yeah. yeah, they're everywhere. Um, and they all have to run ads don't oh they? yeah it's, they're like so reliant on it they have to have a license as well called an RMG license to run the ads so it's like it costs them so much money to get those businesses set up that they're so heavily invested uh, it's a very risky business business model that's for sure I actually tried it once did you? yeah no right. the PS5 
Not yeah, a car yeah. or anything like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, uh, I had a, um, I've actually never said this publicly, but I had a, um, one of my friends, he was like, oh, I've got one when they were still like gold dust. Yeah. And I already had one. I got mine like two weeks before and I was like, fuck's sake, I was looking everywhere for one. Yeah, and you yeah. just come and give me one as soon as I've like, and I was like, you know what? Let me, let me grab it. Mm. I'll grab it. And what I'll do is these are like gold dust. If I market it correctly and stuff like that, I'll raffle it off. Instead of yeah. just trying to sell it on and make like 50 quid, I could probably make a grand or two or however many. And I went about it completely wrong, bro. <laughs> I went about it completely wrong. I didn't put a set number of tickets because oh, yeah, yeah. I wanted to be greedy. Yeah. I was I was being greedy. <laughs> so I didn't put a set amount of tickets. People were asking me questions and I was kind of going around it. And, and it made people feel uneasy, which yeah. made them not want to buy a ticket. Yeah. I think the tickets were at like five quid a pop or something like that. For a PS5, which is around 500 quid. Yeah, yeah. So really, they need to be adding up the numbers and making it make sense. Well, what's my chance of doing it? It's just a fiver, but if he's going to sell 5,000 tickets, then what's yeah. the fucking point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Um, and I was thinking, oh, tickets are nearly gone. They're, in, they're nearly gone. Get yours now. Get your. I had like 40 people pay me for a ticket. Like four. <laughs> I made like 20, 20 quid, 25 quid. Oh, man. And I, was, I, I just paid 450 quid for a PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what am I going to do? That wasn't even worth your time. What am I going to do? Yeah. So I was saying, oh, they've nearly run out. They've nearly run out. They've nearly run out. And then the time came to when I said the raffle was going to happen. I, I haven't sold any of the tickets. I had to refund people saying, oh, something's happened. And uh, <laughs> I had to bullshit it. Yeah, yeah. And I just, I smacked myself in the face, bro, because I didn't. I, the idea was there, but there was no actual strategy to it. Yeah, yeah. and there was no logistical business thought. Yeah. I got lucky. I'm just trying to earn some bread in it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I, I got lucky though. I actually went on a TV show, and the producer came to my house. It was during COVID, so he had to come yeah. to my house, and because I couldn't go to the studio, yeah, um, to like speak to me and, and get a feel for me and whatever before he gave me the sign off and I ended up selling the head producer of the show the PlayStation and he no left way. and walked out the door with it no <laughs> he way he me there on the spot and I made a profit as well but it, so, so you I ended got, up making money on I it I got lucky yeah, yeah, yeah I made like 50 quid on it Yeah, I, I just wanted to get it gone bro yeah, yeah. I was putting TikToks up PlayStation guys <laughs> and this that whatever <laughs> <laughs> well, I smacked uh, myself in the face, bro. Oh no, it's it's uh, it, it, it's a lot of psychology that that industry. It's it's very hard. Um, it's harder now to to get to get it going, but that like, that's an industry that we're very comfortable with. Um, in COVID, actually, that's when most of them were starting. Mm-hmm. Obviously, everyone had money as well. Everyone was sitting at home, just you know, play money, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Um, everyone was spending. So, oh you, yeah you. I know you're looking at yourself right now and you're thinking, why am I not subscribed to the Gooms podcast? Just f***ing do it then. Because it helps the boys out more than you actually know. Peace. It was... uh, We could actually put you in touch with some people that are just... They're actually going to raffle off a car. Oh, we could, yeah. yeah. Uh, It's their first thing they're trying to get into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll we'll put you in touch. Yeah, yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. Um, We always look after people that send work our way as well, so... Yeah, there is... Everyone wins. Everyone wins. (laughs) Um, (laughs) But yeah, like that that's an industry that I'm comfortable with. So that's very easy for me to um, you know, take on as as work because I know what I need to do if I've got the you know, if I'm given the freedom to sort of do it. But um, you know, there's dot for example, I'm just plucking something off the top of my head here. Um let's say a brand that sells I don't know, um in fact there's a good example of someone that I was a bit skeptical about who's actually now like doing really, really well as one of our clients. He just actually won an award yesterday. Um, he owns a knee brace legging brand and they, at the moment, are like sort of catered towards the skiing 
um, industry. And like, I was, there was, I was confident, but I was like 80, 20, like 80%, yeah, I can help, 20%, oh, this might be a bit hard. What, what parts of the business makes you think? It's, it's like, it's things like um, market share, for example, like, are you actually getting results on social media right now? If you're not, then it's, we, it is the complete unknown, like, no one knows if it's mm -hmm. going to work or not. Yeah. Um, it's and things that's like how your retention score comes down. Yeah, it? yeah, yeah, yeah. You've got to take on the right people. I think uh, well, right businesses and people. Yeah, a bit of both. But um, but yeah, like so market share. Um, some people just you'd be surprised. You know, some people just genuinely don't care about the business, and they just you know you'll be asking for things like when I'm asking about creative assets and what you have um at the moment in terms of team and everything like that and you're speaking to someone and they're they're making good money but they're just half arsed can't be arsed like yeah not, nothing no not really interested in that you know they're, they're kind of red flags as well because that's really hard for us to work with yeah if we can't if we can't get what we need to actually deliver it's going to be a nightmare so and then also just people just being rude man just, just horrible people like, i can't stand it yeah. you know i just like, i'm a people person it really annoys me, like when you pick up the phone. And I'm there to have a conversation with people. I know they're giving me their time as well, mm -hmm. but it's to help them. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a, <laughs> this is a mutual thing. We're yeah. both doing this together, right? So, like, I'm not here to just just serve you. Like, yeah, yeah. let's let's help each other. Like, what do we want to do here? So, the marketing industry is like it's more collaborative when you sign someone rather than like okay, it's a product. Here you go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Because we're not running the business. Like they're. They're still responsible for to do their everything else, sure. yeah. yeah. Um, we're you, just you can run a killer ad campaign and uh, for an ecom brand, but mm -hmm. if the, the way that they're they're delivering and and the the way that their operations work and people are getting their stuff late, they're yeah. gonna get returns or people are gonna complain and you might yeah. have absolutely smashed it, giving them everything they needed to go to the next level, and they just throw it back in your face. Exactly, it's just and then everyone's wasted their time and resources and their money and stuff like that as well. So. Yeah, there's um. I say they're the main ones. They're the main ones. Yeah. Or yeah sorry, if I've been with like five different agencies as well. That's one. <laughs> I, I, cut you, I cut your eighty twenty split with the knee brace company. Oh yeah. Um. So yeah, I was just I was a bit unsure because I mean they'd had success on on ads before, but it, apparently when they were telling me about what they'd done before on ads, it was very just like hit and miss kind of approach, and that's also a thing. I was a bit like, oh okay, right. Well, you know, you've got sales, but if it was just you know, it might have been pot look or, you know, it might have been just boosting posts and whatnot. Um, but yeah, like now they're flying, like it's doing so well. Um, we started on a thousand pound a month ad spend with him. He's now pretty much just said, look, spend what you need to spend. Just get me the results kind of thing, which is, which is great for us. We're up to about three and a half grand now a month in, in ad spend. So we're, we're scaling his brand and he's just signed a six so month what, what, time with us. What does a, what does it, what does a, well, yeah, congratulations. Thank you, what, thank what you. Does a, what does a three and a half thousand pound ad spend normally return for a business like that? Because it's a product, right? Yeah, yeah. So it has a direct effect yeah, on yeah. what he's bringing through the door. I yeah. mean, can you, are you, are you comfortable to, to share yeah, yeah. some kind of rough numbers? It's hard to give like an exact because every business is different. Yeah. But um, like with him, he's, it's, with the brand's called Embrace. With embrace, yeah, yeah. it's it, they're definitely um, on the higher sort of return. It's called return on ad spend or mm -hmm. ROAS um, is what we call it as a terminology. They're they're in the higher sort of tier of ROAS. You know, they're between eight and ten on average, which is really really I was gonna fucking say, good. We we met uh, an ad dude in in Dubai, and he's put some. He's like 
puts little spreadsheets and stuff up and, yeah. and they all around six seven eight yeah, so yeah. I, and he's doing well for himself so that's just fucking killing it yeah yeah yeah. yeah 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 it's, it's um he spends a lot of his time in south america and dubai oh give yeah, you yeah. A, an idea yeah, yeah and yeah, he's yeah. like mid-20s is it what's his name kieran you oh, actually came on the pod did he yeah, yeah kieran finn is it finn yeah I haven't seen this one. Anyway. Uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was just, <laughs> So I've got a friend out in Dubai. I'm, that's who I'm going to see in March. And he's oh, a marketing okay. agency. He's, uh, he's doing all Stephen Bartlett stuff at the moment. He's just, he's a wizard, man. Like there's, just, there's always stuff. I've been seeing that. Yeah, yeah. And all these, um, like all these books and stuff like that. And he's got a million things. He was telling me the other day and I was just like mind blown. <laughs> he's got loads of stuff going on. That's one thing about this industry that's so beautiful. There's always somebody that's in a much better position. Mm. And there's always someone in a much worse position. Yeah. It's very, like, it's very broad, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's always someone to pick pick their brain with. And and I feel like in our industry, a lot of people are a lot more open. Yeah, yeah. And, and happy to share because they understand that there's enough food to go around for everyone, bro. I love that, yeah. It's bang on. Like, there's no, th- there is so many businesses out there and I can't facilitate every business out there anyway. Yeah. So I don't want to work with everyone. Mm-hmm. Um uh, and I, well, I'd actually love to, but I can't. Yeah, you couldn't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, like, we were always like that's what you know. Speaking with you guys as well about like doing some work together and stuff because mm. you know you're just um that's what you're really good at and I'm not not as good at it. Yeah, <laughs> so it just makes it makes sense. So I want to um, um, ask you, and I'm sure that this would probably help like a yeah. bunch of people leaving at home, but um listening at home, but like what would be your essentials to grow an agency after having so much experience throughout like. Was it like an eight-year period now? Yeah, I think it's, if we include the year that I was like studying it, like no tomorrow, then it's closer to seven. But mm-hmm. yes, yeah, I always include that year because it was yeah, just yeah. intense. But <laughs> and That's part of it, I guess. Started everything, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was to be fair. Um, but so, sorry. What was the question? So, the, if someone was to start an agency tomorrow, how would yeah. how would someone first of all start the agency, and then how would someone grow it and scale it? Yeah, and then I also, do you know, as well, after you answer that, I want to ask you the question to someone that would be in the position maybe after the first year, like they're doing mm-hmm. okay. How do they take things to the next level when they actually start to see real progress? Yeah, yeah, okay, good, good questions. Um, it's a hard one to answer, but a bit of a long-winded one. So, but just, just what worked for you? Yeah, yeah, okay. So, if someone was going to start an agency tomorrow, what I'd say is focus on your personal brand. Like it's your it's the best tool that you have access to right now because you can network with anyone anywhere in the world at any time through social media. You haven't got to go to these networking events, which are great, but you haven't got to go there anymore and shake hands and then hope that something comes from it. Drop someone a DM, just just get to know people and just put yourself out there. Um, that's what I'd suggest someone does is start to build their personal brand and, and um and also, if you're trying to gain your first couple of clients, just be honest with people. Like Pete, there's a lot of people out there that will give you a chance. Mm-hmm. You haven't got to lie, and a lot of people lie about it. You know, these we had someone mimic our results before, by the way, screenshotting our results, saying it was theirs. It was just crazy. Like you don't, haven't got to do that. Just be I, honest. I literally said this two weeks ago. Use your scenario to your advantage. Yeah. Whatever it is, you've got one client. Push the fact that I'm going to give you all of my time because yeah. th- the growth of my business is dependent on me getting your results. Exactly. You've got 100 clients. I've got 100 clients and they've all got results. It's because I'm fucking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You use your scenario with in where, wh- whatever situation you're in within business. Use it to your advantage 100%. and use that on yourself. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Go on, go on, go on. No, that's that's bang on. It's, um, and yeah, I'll just say, like, just be transparent, be yourself, but 
focus on building a personal brand on on um, on social media, and then clients should naturally come. Then um, I think the other thing beyond that, which is a very hard thing to do these days, but try and find a coach, try and find a mentor, someone that can show you the ropes. That's you know doing it. I'd say like someone that's actively doing it is probably the best option. Um, but just learn learn as much as you can and invest in yourself is probably the best way to start an agency because it's a minefield. So many people out there that just don't care. They just want to cash in, go and live on a beach in Bali. By the way, you can still have a successful agency and do that. Yeah. But um, I don't know, you know, man. I'm trying to go to Bali, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Literally, no right. shade for anyone doing that. By the way, but like you know, I was going to say literally, Kieran, who came on our podcast, man. Like he spends. He lives in Dubai now, and he's like he's going to. He loves South America, so he's yeah, there man. now. Like he goes traveling all the time. He's just got a team in the cloud, pretty much, just handling everything. Obviously, he's pretty hands on as well. Yeah, yeah. But he he obviously cares about it. You yeah. know, like he's he's treating it as a business. He, he like that's the beauty of our industry. Kind of kind of um, contradict myself here, but like you can be anywhere, you know. But you've got to have the right and some Wi-Fi. Yeah, and yeah. The right connections and that's it. You know, you but you've got to. Um, that doesn't come without hard work, and that's where a lot of the um, barley lifestyle kind of misconception. What yeah, you see yeah. on social media, it's hard, man. Like it's really hard work. Like I speak to my clients every single day, and there's you know our client's Facebook page went down the other day. I was sitting on Facebook chat for like three hours. Like you know, I've got loads of other things to be doing, but that, that's what it takes. Just little things like that that add up and take the time. Whereas some people just don't care. Like I've I've heard all kinds of horror stories. Um. But uh, but yeah, I don't know where I was going with that. No, no I lost my, lost my train of thought. But yeah, what what else would someone do to grow if they would start an agency? To mm. Just to start that initial year. Um, so beyond personal brand and investing in coaching, um, I would also say, and and this is from my own personal experience, and what we did wrong is just just master one area. Of, of the marketing because there's so many different areas you've got paid ads you've got social media management email marketing you've also got paid ads on different platforms you've got tiktok you've got snapchat you've got google ads there's so many different things that come under the umbrella of what social media marketing is or a marketing agency is um and of course the creative just just focus on one area initially and just master it whatever that area is and then you can slowly build out and progress can i contradict um, you yeah go ahead um we're in a position now where yeah. the creative, we've kind of mastered. Yeah, I agree. Smash it, by the way. I love you. Um, Thanks, bro. Thank you, man. We've, we've kind of, yeah. I feel like that's the only thing that we focused on for a whole year. Yeah. In the first year. So maybe maybe I'm, I'm going a little slightly off topic, but now we're coming into our second year of the business. The goal for me is to create an ecosystem so that our offer to a client is irreplaceable. Mm. We're going to save them time. We're going to hopefully generate them more leads, which will lead to ma- making them more money. Mm. And also we're going to make them look good by doing it at yeah, the same yeah. time because yeah. their page is going to look fucking sick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That comes with three or do- three or four different sectors, though. Yeah. It yeah. comes with the creative. It comes with them being able to obviously film and edit, obviously. Yeah. yeah. And then the social media management, that which comes alongside the creative. So yeah, distributing yeah. the work that we've made. And then also as well, on top of the social media management, just posting, also generating leads through the social media management. Every time someone follows you or leaves you a comment or whatever, you're yeah. in the DMs. You've liked a couple of stories. You've liked a couple of their top posts. Connecting with them and connecting and love it. Generating more of a community so that the guys that are following you on social media yeah. can some at some point down the line become 
a customer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that comes with having the ecosystem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then the ecosystem to go into the next level. Okay, well, we've built your socials now. You've got organic leads coming through, but let's take it to the next level. Yeah, then you yeah. need to tap into the ad space. Then to actually be able to give a client everything they want at yeah. price points that we're selling. You can't just offer one service and be good at it. No, no, no. Because yeah. there's no return on investment. There's yeah. no return on their ad spend. Yeah, 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 yeah. Do you know yeah. what I mean? For sure, for sure. No, so it's I completely it. understand what you're saying about master one yeah, yeah. and be good at it. But I also feel like to scale and to grow quickly, you need to be able to offer something a bit more. Yeah, you've got you've got you've got to be you've got to be able to diversify like your your offering for sure. Um which yeah, it does kind of contradict what I've said, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> but maybe, I think it's it's, maybe it's about I'm doing it. Like, right, like what you've you've done is is exactly um, the right thing in my opinion. You know, you've like you've mastered one element now, and then now you're thinking about how do I move into the next thing. And I get a lot of it as well has come from like your network and just being around people and not seeing things and stuff as well. Which is yeah. why I think like the personal brand is so important because I've seen you guys have got a really really strong network around you which is amazing. What you say personal brand? Yeah. I want to ask you for some advice. Okay. We when people say grow your personal brand, we yeah. use the podcast as an excuse like we're doing it. Yeah. yeah is that yeah. a shortcut? Are we actually not creating a personal brand? Cuz um, this effectively is a separate entity to the business. Yeah, it can be a sales funnel to an extent. But do we need to be posting four or five reels on our personal pages? talking about the business or is it are we showing off what are the, are the perks that come with the business are we how yeah. do we create our personal brands yeah. to attract clients what, what would you i think you're doing it i think you're doing it because you're both yourselves mm -hmm. from what i've seen you know obviously i've not known you for too long yeah. Yeah, <laughs> pretty yeah. much it's about an hour yeah about an hour or so but you can tell when someone's you know being real or not i think anyway yeah. um so and it's been very consistent as well through what i've seen with other podcasts that you've done. So I think you're already doing it. One one year, bro. I mean, yeah. props to us, yeah, bro. Literally one yeah. year, one year. To Every this week, episode. close to a clip a day. Yeah, yeah. And that was without editors, without a producer, without a director, without guests outreaching to us. Yeah. Traveling up and down the country, like week in, week out. Yeah, yeah. Like I said to you earlier, sometimes you've got to step back and have a look. 100% man that's amazing consistency is key with social media 52 fucking no, that's episodes crazy, no. <laughs> it's crazy one whole year bro we've sat down in front of these dumbass mics I'm on it I'm on yeah <laughs> fuck's sake oh, I'm honoured though man that's amazing yeah. I, I, I made didn't it to the one year yeah, the yeah. one year anniversary one year anniversary fucking shout out to us man yeah man. big <laughs> shout out and listen to everybody at home that listens every week because I know there's a few of you Thank you so much, yeah, man. We love because you, without you guys, we wouldn't be here. We wouldn't be able to have this conversation and and um, mm. take take a lot of value from from people like you. So thank you to everyone. Obviously, thank you to you, <laughs> and thank you to appreciate you. it. Thank you to you as well, bro. My man. Love I wanna, it. What what about uh, just to to move the conversation back to yeah, kind yeah. of where we were? I want to find out. So someone that's more in like mine and Chris's position, mm. or someone else at mm -hmm. home that's listening, that's maybe the the agency's not killing it to where they can could obviously live that agency lifestyle yeah but they're getting by yeah yeah what would you say how, like how do you scale what what would you say to do i think you've got to there's there comes a stage where um and we've kind of speaking about this earlier and i think you're kind of going through this transition as well but you've got what you two have is you've got really really good creative you know that's the first thing that stood out to me you do really well you've got some really good clients i think um number one start to maybe scream and shout about it a little bit more maybe run some paid ads around that try and attract some bigger clients that pay more increased prices things like that, that you can do but um 
I think the main thing is, obviously the business is built around you two. You've got to, at some point, it's, uh, I think you're going through this transition, correct me if I'm wrong, but like you've got to kind of try and step away now and hand the reins over to other people so that you can free up your time and just get out there, man, and do what you do best. I was was, was listening to Bedros Koulian yesterday on my run and he literally said, he said, you should only be spending your time like as an entrepreneur on 20% of the business and that Mm. 20% should just be scaling. Everything else should be handled by anybody else. It doesn't matter how much you're bringing in. Mm. You have to delegate. This is a conversation we had two days ago, yesterday. Mm -hmm. I just went to a shoot. I said, bro, bring me the SD. Um, I'm going to send the brief over to the editor and we'll get it done so we can... Yeah. He goes, oh, bro, I was going to edit this one. I said, bro, got editors to Mm. edit? I I find it quite hard to let go. It's hard, yeah. That's... it's like called imposter sy- syndrome. Is that what they call it? I'm sure it no, is. No, imposter syndrome is like when you get somewhere and you don't think you should be. Oh, there, okay, yeah. All right, maybe not then. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that out. The way that Bedro said it, like as an entrepreneur, what you should do is it's called DLC. So delegate, lead, um, create. Mm. That's what you said. You said that that's what you should do. That's your 20%. That's, yeah, what, yeah. that's the only things that you do for the business. Mm. Yeah, 100%. It's hard though. It is hard. It, it mm. is a, and it's a scary feeling as well. Cause I think that's in every business though. Mm. Every yeah, yeah. business handing the reins up because nobody loves your baby the way you do. Oh, even, no. even, even a podcast, like he, he actually said, he was like, he was like, I don't care how much money you've got. Like, hire someone, film the and film the podcast in the most efficient way, and get them to do everything, set everything up for you. Find someone, yeah, and just film them, and then it's done. You can spend your time on more valuable places, like planning the pods, trying to get better guests, etc. Sure, yeah, yeah. I mean, you saw. I mean, we were actually efficient today. Everything was already here. <laughs> yeah, so we were quite good today. But we? but you know, we can, other than you going having a fucking shit, but <laughs> um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but we um. <laughs> That, that 20 minutes beforehand where things are being set up, imagine if we walked through the door and everything was done mm, and that yeah. 20 minutes, we could have actually sat down with you and said, right, okay, so what do you want to cover? Yeah. This is what we want to also get out of this conversation. Yeah, yeah. Put a little, like the 20 minutes could have been put together so that this conversation would have flowed a lot better and more efficiently. Mm. I mean, I still think it's been great. No, yeah, it's yeah. been amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but do, do you know what I'm saying yeah, yeah. though? It's, it's, it's kind of what, you, what you've mm-hmm. just said about having, yeah, but yeah. then it's also about finding the funds for it. Because this yeah. ain't making us any money. Yeah, yeah. That's the hardest thing about the, these so like, podcasts, isn't it, initially? This isn't making us any money. So yeah. what are we going to... Are we are we taking it out of our pockets, which are already quite skimmed at the minute, or are we taking what it out of the business? about some sponsors, or? man? Do you know what? You say that. And the, 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 what we used to say is like, okay, we'll get sponsors. Sorry, I'll just cut you up, by the way. <laughs> no, no, no. no, no. I, I, I was speaking to someone that I know that's, that, um, that has a podcast as well. Um... Two, two guys and they met someone and the first thing that they said to him when he found out that they have a podcast is that they're doing probably similar views to us whatever what have I got on me no hair yeah you're good <laughs> he um he, he's they met they met this guy and he was like when you look at your views over a month it might be like a 5k for instance or however much it's like that's there's gonna be brands that want to work with you even if it's like 100 pounds a week like there will be someone can I there's, there's something that to sort of um, go alongside this as well so Slice No More taking it back to the golf brand we was in the same position weren't making any money through it couldn't be bothered to launch products and stuff like that because there's already too many brands out there doing it so instead we went out and found sponsorship and we got a brand to agree a thousand pound a month every month for for 12 months just to sponsor the actual um, sponsor the brand from a financial point of view and then we got another sponsor through a client of ours called Golf Star Comps, 
Um, and what they did was they give us all their branding and like equipment and stuff like that. And we got to use their facilities and stuff. So, and it helped, man. It helped, but it, it was just a factor of time. But yeah, it's mad. Like these brands, especially the big ones, because they also want to spend this money because they don't want to. It's all just tax of what, as you know, yeah, yeah. these sponsorship things, they're, they're great for them because it's giving them exposure in front of um, people that are good people. You know, you've got a great audience. They want to be in front of that. I didn't think of it like that. Yeah. A big brand that's just yeah. sat on marketing money. Well, not yeah. even just marketing money, just liquid just that's going to be taxed anyway. Yeah. We need to approach some motherfuckers, man. Yeah, 100%. Maybe we called out. There's probably some few people I can put you in front of. Delegate, lead, and create. Yeah. We delegate stuff that we're doing outside of here yeah. to go and upload the clips, to then sit and yeah. edit the podcast and review the podcast, then take your segments out and send it off to an editor to cut up for clips. That's yeah. a lot of time that every week could be spent on outreaching towards people that could then pay mm -hmm. for these processes, someone to be behind the camera and make sure everything's sorted. So we just got to yeah. come in and sit in and walk in. 100%. But it's about finding, again, the time, the liquid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also as well, handing someone the reins. Yeah, yeah, the scarier part. What, yeah. what, what Bedro said as well, I'm going to go back to him. I listened to a fantastic podcast that, that you did yesterday. Um, he, he said that what you have to do is you have to create your own system. Like you can't bring someone into the team that figures out their own system and does things their own way because yeah, then yeah. as soon as they leave you, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the main thing. Like obviously we, I'm sure that you've probably got your systems in place. Yeah. Like you have to create those systems. Kind of. You know. <laughs> they're being, of. they're being, they change all the time, yeah. don't they? Sorry, carry on. I was going to say, as long as you know yeah, how yeah. they work though and operate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think, I said the change, there's always just, you were trying to improve it, aren't you? I guess mm -hmm. is probably what I was trying to say there. But um, but yeah, 100%. Because that, that was one of the problems as well. At the other agency was, because we was hiring so quickly, they were coming into systems that weren't properly built out. Mm -hmm. So it's not, it, it, they didn't have the best chance. It's a nightmare. You know, they're trying to, imagine going into a job and just, oh, where's the password for this? You know, just something so simple, a password. They can't get a password kind of thing. Um, it's It's tough. And then it just leads to all kinds of turbulence. So yeah, yeah you yeah. definitely got to be uh, ready for it as well. Like that. What What else would you say to someone um, in the I don't know year, two years into an agency to to scale? Yeah, I think I think at that point it's um, when you're a couple of years in, probably doing well, um, maybe just you know multiple six figures. I imagine at that stage, I'm just trying to figure. Maybe that's where they are. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's it's you know it's not that hard to get to though with an agency. It's, you can you can get there quite quickly if you've it's, got the right structure. It sounds ignorant. Yeah. When when you say it. Yeah, yeah. But it's yeah. not. Yeah, yeah. I you can, can see how. On, yeah, you can might, grow yeah. on. No, no, no. I'm not saying you're. No, no, no. no, no, but I'm not, I'm not, to I'm, someone at home that's thinking, three hundred k. Yeah. Oh, that's five years' salary. Yeah. Maybe yeah. more. Yeah. Like, but an online business, you can scale in one year the way that you'd grow a brick and mortar in ten. Yeah, yeah, 100%. That's the power of it. That's the power of the internet. That's why everybody that's at the top that you listen to on Instagram, on YouTube, on social, on, on TikTok, the internet is your tool yeah, that yeah, you yeah. need to be using because there's no, there's no quicker, more efficient way to make a shitload of money. Mm-hmm. And if you don't jump on it now, even though you're not, you're not too late. <laughs> no, no, why not? Not too late. And if you don't jump on it, it's gonna, it's gonna just keep moving without you, and yeah. you're gonna stay in that rat race. And it's it, it's it's crazy, but yeah. Sorry, two, three hundred, whatever, four hundred, 
Yeah, no, nine hundred. No. <laughs> yeah, whatever it is, <laughs> it's possible though. It is possible. It is possible. Um, but I think at that stage, then it's 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 the same process. You kind of just rinse, rinse and, repeat. and repeat. Yeah, yeah. You know, you bring on. Um, you you'll just you'll build out different departments within the business at that stage when you've got you know that kind of cash flow. Then, you know, you've got your like for us, for example, um, media buyer, someone that runs the paid ads for us. Uh, that would be like someone that we'd bring in. We're actually using contracts at the moment because I've just got really good media buyers around me that you just can't you can't hire some of them. <laughs> they don't want a job. They you know they're doing what they're doing. They're but happy being contracted. What was that? Sorry, they're happy. Just yeah, being that's fair enough. Though. Yeah, they're effectively they still do the same thing. Yeah, yeah, they? that's it. Yeah, they're um, you know, it makes it makes sense for everyone. But Wait, so you just you don't actually run the ads yourself anymore. Just everything gets offloaded. I do. Yeah, I use um, there's. there's Certain brands that I still run the ads for, yeah. Okay. Um, so Embrace is one of them, and then we've got um, what's it, Natural Beauty Slimming. That's one. She just she was the one that had the Facebook page go down, um, <laughs> but she's doing about well. We've just agreed to go to ten grand a month in ad spend now. Wow! I'm gonna manage that while we uh, scale and stuff. But um, that's a product. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It's there's loads of different products on it. So there's like. Um, it's like this, like there's something called skinny juice as well. So some of them are like meal replacements, some of them just help with like metabolism and fat burning and stuff like that. But they're all natural, mm-hmm. so there's no like you know nasty stuff in it for the most part. <laughs> it's all just natural ingredients. Um, so it's a really cool brand. Um, so I mean, just to come off slightly off topic yeah. again. Sorry, but no, no, for you right. were talking about you, you start to create departments. I'm yeah. curious, how many employees do you have now? So employees at the moment, none. We've right. purposely kind of, we've tried to, but I've kind of stayed away from it as long as I can for a moment because I know what it's like when you get there and it takes a lot of time, you know, yeah. and um, I'm still spending a lot of time in the business at this stage because it's still in the, you know, we're coming up to our first year now. So I'm still, um, I'm still hands-on in it, but at the same time we've got people that we can use around us that deliver um, certain projects, but... So at the moment, none, but we've got two media buyers around us that are contractors. So if we bring on a project that, you know, we, we think is good for them, we'll send it their way. Um, we've got a content creator that we use. We spoke to you about earlier. Um, hopefully you guys soon as well. Um, and then we've got one other guy that does Google ads. So we're trying to, that's like, we're going through that phase I was talking about earlier where we've, We've, we feel like we do really well with the creative because of the people around us. Paid ads, bread and butter, Google ads. That's probably the next... Growing your ecosystem. Yeah, growing the ecosystem. Um, but then departments, like when we was at um, at the other agency, we had all kinds of departments. We had, um, like I say, we had the paid ads, um, social media management, email marketing, um, the content creation side of things. Um, we had... We had a PA at one stage, which was fucking amazing. Yeah, I can imagine. Honestly, the best hire I ever made. (laughs) Missed that. (laughs) Just she was amazing though. Such a great person as well. She really did well in her job. I just love the idea of it. Yeah, yeah. Like just, just like the little things that you know when you just don't really want to go and filter through that email, that email list, or you've got X amount of DMs, or you need to. Scheduling meetings and places here, there, and just yeah. sorting out your calendar for the, the oh, for the week. Little everything. things like sending an invoice, a contract, a paying a parking ticket, or just yeah, fucking just, anything. It's yeah. just like oh, Sabrina. Yeah, 
don't know why that's the first yeah, yeah. He says there's a Sabrina out there that wants to be a PA for me for yeah. free. Shout, man. <laughs> she was gonna, called Fiona. Your girl's going to be like, who, who the fuck is Sabrina? Who's Sabrina? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Straight doghouse. Yeah. Um, but yeah, man, that, that, that was a, a really powerful hire for us because it brought us a lot of time back just taking it. Again, like, you you know, you're constantly trying to, we said it earlier, like I think the, the, my personal opinion is um, your biggest asset is your time. And obviously you choose how you spend it, but the more time you can, you're basically buying your time back every time you hire someone. Mm. Um, Tate said it in the George Janko. He, uh, he goes, what is this? What is money? It's people's time. Mm. Once you understand that this equivalates to an hour of somebody's work you're buying back your time yeah, yeah. so that then you can go and do mm-hmm. stuff that either you love or you're going to be more productive with or whatever however you want to set it up yeah but have to accumulate the liquid first yeah, yeah. to then delegate the you gotta time do the hard to then work. free it up yeah yeah you just gotta you gotta um you just gotta do it all initially there's no real like way of I don't think there's a way of like getting around that to be fair unless you've got like some an investor or something coming mm-hmm then that helps. <laughs> Investors, shout us, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want sponsors to shout us, man. Start bringing in some pod income. I want everyone to shout us, whether you need social media work, whether you need any adverts, <laughs> yeah. we'll put you in the right direction. <laughs> Fuck it out. Just press subscribe for yeah, 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 that's it. Just like and subscribe for now. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it out. Well, no, bro, I, I've, yeah. uh, I was going to say, I've truly, truly, un- uh, lo- um, fucking, let me just enjoy this episode, yeah? <laughs> <sighs> Breathe <a> Chris. <laughs> Truly enjoyed this uh, episode, brother. One Thank thing that you. we do with every single one of our guests yeah. before we round off um, is we say one thing that we're grateful for for yeah. the past week and one thing that we're going to improve on in the mm. next. Yeah. Um, this past week, I said that I was going to be tighter on my diet. You're going to hate me. I forgot mine again. Three weeks on the bounce. He's forgot what <laughs> I'm going to get better at, bro. Just yeah, keep getting better. <laughs> oh, no, it was acquiring knowledge. Actually, what's that? To read your book. No, just acquiring knowledge, yeah. whether it's reading my book. Or <laughs> have whatever. you done that? I actually have, yeah. Good man. I've still been reading my book every day. I like, like it. I've Accountability. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was That's also another thing. Which, which, well, normally when H forgets his stuff, we, we're supposed to keep each other accountable. Yeah. But <laughs> so you need to be remembering mine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I can say you. that I did, I, I did my thing to an extent. Not as well as I should have and probably could have, but it's been a lot better than it was, especially coming out of that Christmas and New Year's mm. period. But so yeah, that's there's our two improvements from last week. Have you had quick? Have you eaten anything like bad this week or not really? Have I what eating it was, anything it was, bad? It was your diet, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh no 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 no. no. I've man. been eating. I've been eating at um at home a lot. To be fair, the only thing mm. I'm gonna say is that I'm I'm going away with the the missus. Uh, my Christmas present was a trip to Manchester. She's booked us a really nice restaurant, drinks nice. and stuff like that. So you know, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna take take the headband out. Yeah. And let it go. Let loose. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know what it is? It's balance. You have to find yeah, yeah, balance in everything. Like you a, have to. Like an 80, 20, 90, 10 type of rule. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You have to stick by You have to find that balance because otherwise you just hate it. Yeah. You, yeah. Hate, you hate yourself. And yeah. like I said earlier, if you're in that malicious cycle of hating yourself and not loving yourself, you're never going to be the best you. No. So if me going out and having a couple of cocktails and having that fat, juicy burger with the fries with cheese on top and, and that dirty dip on the side as yeah, well. Yeah. Me, I'm getting hungry and everything. <laughs> I know, yeah. But, <laughs> he's yeah. Nando's after this. He's gritting up, his, te- up. He's yeah. up his teeth and shit thinking, yeah, probably when's lunch, when's lunch time? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, I've spiralled so, so much. Where would, um, this, what, what are you grateful for from last week, bro? I'm grateful for, I'd say my network, you know. 
Okay. Yeah, I nice. think there's been a lot of talk about, um, you know, network and like made me think about that. So I'm very grateful for my network. I think mm-hmm. I've got a lot of powerful. And now you've got another two great minds to add to exactly, that. Exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you two are a big part of that. It's amazing. Um, I've only got one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's right, you got my business partner. No, you <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. Um, so, yeah, I'm grateful for my network. And then it's uh, what I'm going to improve on next week, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm actually going to hold myself accountable for more more things. I'm, I um, The last couple of weeks, I've just missed things, man. Just little things. I've had something in my, my diary. Ah, oh, it's not that important. I'll do something else. Mm-hmm. Or I'll, I'll get distracted and do this, so... Yeah. Hold myself accountable a little bit more. That's my kid. Like that. Yeah. Well done, brother. Thank you. What are you grateful for, bro? Um, <sighs> past week. What am I grateful for for this past week? This past week, um, I mean, pff, sorry to bring it up, because, but I'm actually going to say I'm grateful for my pops. Yeah. For yeah. My old man, because uh, we haven't really um, seen eye to eye for the last year. All right. Yeah. And yeah. I felt a connection. This week that I haven't felt in a long time. Yeah, man. I helped him with some of his stuff for his business, um, which is kind of what started the mm. snowball effect. It's um, important, man. Love that. So yeah, I, I said I'm, I'm sorry for bringing that up with 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 obviously everything you've gone through. No, and stuff, no, no, but, no, no. Um, we try and keep it a hundred and be as yeah, organic yeah. and real as possible. So no, man, for this week, I'm, I am I am grateful for my relationship kind of starting to come back to what it was mm. with my old man. Yeah, man. Not me. That was I love that. Week, so, man. No, yeah. I love that though. It's so important. Um, and then next week, um, this was actually going to be last week's one for me. And I forgot. Do you remember when I forgot? And I was like, "Fuck, what was it?" And then I just said one. But um, I need to hold myself a little bit more accountable with actually reading my book. I write it down on my to do list, and it's the one thing that gets pushed down the priority list. Yeah. And if it's not ticked at the end of the day, I'm not that angry with myself. Mm. You should do it first thing, bro. I know. But then when I'm sharp in the morning, I don't want to sit because I feel lazy. Yeah, I'm like that. Do you know what I'm saying? I don't want to sit and read. I'm action in the morning. I know, but that that's, I know, Mm -hmm. I know. But that's why I'm saying for this next week, that's one thing that I want to improve on. I'm not going to, on my to-do list, if that's not ticked, I'm going to be pissed off with myself and make sure that I tick it off. Mm -hmm. So that's that's for me for the next week. I want to hold myself more accountable with acquiring my knowledge. I don't want to feel like I'm magpie in your one. but Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the past week, do you know what I'm genuinely grateful for? I mean, I've already spoken about it on the pod, but freeing up my free time from scrolling less. The progress yeah. that I've made in that is such a small one, but I actually am I'm grateful for that. No, I think that's a big one, you know. Spending yeah, your time. Big, one, I, don't, I don't think it's that small. No, no. It's a big one. Yeah. It's a pretty Thank big deal, bro. Well, it's three hours a day. Yeah, yeah. You, can, you just <laughs> bought back your time. Literally. <laughs> well, free. It's 21 hours, <laughs> a, 21 hours a week. You bought yourself Almost back a day, day practically. Yeah. Well, Especially thanks. a day thanks. of being awake anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, next week, I'd like to improve on DLC. Yeah, delegate, lead, create. I think fuck with that. And also, I think one thing that you should be, uh, you should aspire to be better at next week is to just take that like mm-hmm. chill pill of kind of letting things go. Mm-hmm. You're still going to get the final say and if you're not happy, it's going to get done again. Mm-hmm. But just... Become more easy because for me, I'm like, yeah, editor, there you go, Shan. Fucking yeah, deal yeah, with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's a little <laughs> bit more. Do, 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 do you know, I just don't want people to fuck things up. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't. Thing is, though, they will, man. 
I know. Will. It's part it's of the process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, and it's like you'll, you'll never get that perfect person. I don't think either. From my experience, I've just mm-hmm. you know people um, we're all human, aren't we? We're all trying to learn and get better at stuff. So you know, the only way you do that is by most of the time, the quickest way of learning is getting things wrong. So mm-hmm. it's yeah, it's hard. I, I but that's what you're there for. Yeah, yeah. You're, I think you're it also there. comes back to that balance, though. If the work's not 100 percent and goes down to 75, mm-hmm. that extra. 25% that's missing out on the work, you've used it and created another 50, 60, 70% in something else. Mm. So it balances out in a way where you're still kind of on that upward rise as well. Yeah. But yeah, man. What a great episode. I've yeah, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it, bro. And uh, it Been was great pleasure. to finally meet you in person. Yeah. Um, and to year too. two of uh, the Goom's podcast. It, yeah. On to year two of the Goom's podcast. On to year two of Scale Me. Scale it on to year two of GMS Creative. 2024 is going to be a powerful, powerful year for us all. I can feel it. Yeah, man. And for everyone at home, I hope you feel that fucking fire in your belly too. And um, let's do everything we can to make this year great, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. Um, let's do it. Everybody make sure that you like, comment and subscribe to the Goons podcast. Do all man. of that good stuff as per usual, guys. And um, yeah. yeah, we'll see you all fucking next week. Adios. We'll catch you later, man. Love. Peace.